0: Welcome to our seventh CPW podcast episode. In this installment, I will be discussing standard drywall partitioning, including the various aluminium sections available for these systems. CPW stocks a full range of materials used to construct various types of drywall partition systems. We are also ready to assist you with your technical requirements such as acoustics and fire. Steel framework. Drywall partitioning consists of an internal framework of horizontal track at the top and bottom, and vertical studs at centers suitable to the height requirements, but not exceeding 600 mm. Standard widths of studs are 51 mm, 63 mm, and 102 mm, with tracks wide enough to provide a good friction fit. Walls exceeding 3.6 meters in height will be differently configured to maintain structural integrity at greater heights. This may include reducing stud spacing, increasing stud size, using different board types and thicknesses, and even using a double stud system. It is recommended that you contact your supplier for technical guidance on walls exceeding 3.6 meters in height. Partitions are to be positively fixed at the top and bottom. However, where partitions are not supported at the top, Vertical structural support is to be provided at every 5 meters. Where fixtures and fittings are to be installed, stud spacing is to be reduced and timber support noggins installed horizontally between studs. Very heavy fixtures should be independently supported. In some cases, when fixing the head track to concrete soffits, a deflection head may be required. SANS 10160 part 1 recommends that a gap of 15 millimeters be allowed between the concrete slab and the top track. This gap needs to be filled with compressible material of equivalent fire resistance such as mineral wool. As the slab deflects it will compress the fire seal into the wall system to ensure a tight fit of the wall between the floor and the concrete slab. For structural stability, the partition wall must be fully anchored at the bottom and vertical sides. Yield strength, steel thickness, galvanizing and other technical specifications and tolerances are indicated in the SEBISA guidelines for drywall partitioning. Manufacturers and suppliers of steel, stud and track should be able to produce a data sheet confirming that the steel sections conform to performance requirements. Cladding and insulation Insulation may or may not be included in the cavity for acoustic and thermal purposes. Plaster board is used to clad the framework and is available in various types and thicknesses to suit the required performance. Installing insulation and increasing the layers of board and board thickness will increase acoustic performance by reducing the amount of sound transferred through the partition. Extending the partition to the soffit will reduce the amount of flanking, which is where sound travels from one room to another over the partition. 12mm plasterboard or thicker is used in drywall partitioning. 6.4 or 9mm plasterboard is not recommended for use in partitions except where a double layer of 6.4 mm plasterboard is used in curved partitions. Screw spacing on plasterboard is not to exceed 220 mm centers. The screws used must be able to extend through the board and still, and still have at least a 10 mm bite. It is for this reason that a 25mm drywall screw is used for single layer applications and 41mm screws for the face layer in a double layer application. When installing the plasterboards, one is to ensure that all joints are staggered. By doing this, you ensure that fire performance and rigidity is maintained. A standard partition without aluminium sections and adequately sealed will result in a 30-minute fire rating. Moisture-resistant board may be used in areas subject to higher risk of water exposure or where tiling will be applied. It is good practice to install these boards 10mm off the floor and seal with an appropriate watertight sealant. Aluminium sections. There are a variety of aluminium sections for use in standard 76 and 89 mm drywall partitions. These sections can be used to create door and fixed view panel openings, fair ends, abutments, mullions and head track. These aluminium sections are not to be used in partitioning with a fire rating requirement exceeding 20 minutes. The sections that we supply are available in a natural anodized finish. Female aluminium sections are four-legged sections which allow fitment to 12mm plasterboard. Male sections are two-legged sections, suitable for fitment onto four-legged sections. These sections are designed to clip together to give a neat and aesthetically pleasing finish. For example, a male and female glazing section may be clipped together to create a glazing mullion. Both glazing and doorframe sections accept bubble seal gasket. The perimeter of the openings are to be adequately supported with stud and track. 6.38 mm safety glass is used in our aluminium glazing sections and glazing bead is used to create a tight fit to hold the glass. It is advisable to install glazing mullions at every 1.2m centres to ensure adequate support for the weight of the glass. Termination channels, or head and wall channels, can be used as aluminium capping in low-level partitions, as head track in full-height partitions, and to finish off vertical termination ends and abutments. Finishes All plasterboard joints must be covered with fibre tape which is a self-adhesive nylon mesh, creating stronger joints and reducing the risk of the jointing plaster cracking. The edges of the plaster boards are tapered to allow for neat jointing. An initial layer of jointing plaster is applied over the fiber tape and then left to set. Thereafter, the joints are properly filled with further jointing plaster. As jointing plaster is smooth and does not contain vermiculite particles, it can be feathered out very thinly and sanded down to create a flush joint. Screw heads should also be covered with jointing plaster to create a completely smooth surface. Once the jointing plaster has dried adequately, the surface may be painted or wallpaper applied. In areas subject to critical lighting, it is recommended that a full skim finish is applied to reduce joint visibility. Fibre tape is applied to all joints and the entire surface is skimmed with a suitable skimming plaster, such as Caso4 hand skim. Where tiles are to be installed, the jointed surface is to be prepared with a plaster key before tile application commences. If the area is to be painted, a bonding liquid is to be applied to the skimmed surface before painting. Corner beads are to be fixed to corners and embedded in plaster. This application does not only provide a straight and neat corner, but also strengthens and protects the corner. I hope that you have found this podcast informative. Please feel free to contact us with any queries you may have on 010-601-6128. We have a full range of partition solutions and products and are ready to assist you with your sealing and partition needs.